Right, Frank, that was a lot sweatier than we thought it was going to be, wasn't it? Well, like I keep saying, you know, these big guys get in the ring, one punch can change the whole landscape, whether it be a knockout or a punch that causes a severe cut or two, or two cuts. Yeah, two bad cuts there. And the bottom line of it is, uh, you know, Tyson was struggling with, you know, seeing out of his left eye. There was a lot of blood there. You know, the corner stopped it, but then each time in between, you know, during the round, it, it bled quite freely. And uh, I thought it was, uh, you know, and it obviously it was hampering his, his eyesight, but, he, you know, he won the fight. He contained, contained the fight and did what he had to do because he's, you know, he's... Uh, <laughs> You're not going to beat him, are you? He's just got that heart, and and and, and that's what he is. But Wylan, to his credit, he he, he proved to be a, a a real good quality challenger. And he was wily as well, wasn't he? He was. The, you could see in the end of the fifth round and sixth round, he was clawing at the cut. Wasn't he? he wasn't phased at the weigh-in. That's what I said. You know, we were talking at that weigh-in. He was not phased. He was, he looked pretty confident in himself. About and about his own ability, you know, and he, he he come to fight the kid. So you know, hats off to him. But Tyson, you know, you know, I, th I think had there not been the cut, he may have stopped him because he did hurt him a few times, especially in the later rounds. Do you think uh, a fight as hard as that is better for Tyson or worse? Because obviously there was talk that he wanted rounds because last time he, he finished it so I, quickly. But I don't mind him getting rounds, but I don't want him getting cuts. The cuts are, are a different thing. But the the, the uh, commission doctor. Uh, he's obviously gone to hospital now to, to, to get it uh, stitched, but the commission doctor said as much of their deep cuts and their bad cuts, they're not, they're not nasty cuts. They're, they are cuts that they can be stitched and heal fairly, fairly good. So thanks for that. But, you know, we're talking about the, uh, talking about the Wilder fight. That's going to be hopefully going to be in February, providing Wilder doesn't get a, an upset with him. And that's five months away. So there's five months and time to see how it all heals and, and fingers crossed... Uh, it should be all right. But Tyson needs now to take a real rest for his family. He's been in camp more or less for a year now, and he needs to take a bit of time out. And there was times when he looked angry. All, all through the, the comeback, we've just seen, like, the showman, Tyson Fury. Today, we saw the fighter as well, didn't we? He was getting, you know, I mean, you know, there was a lot of clinches, and, you know, in the clinches, you could see where, you know, while in, you know, it's professionalism, as they call it, as he's in there, the ins he's got the inside of the glove, and he's holding him down, and you're obviously pulling at the car, and, they, you know, and the head was going in. But that's what happens in boxing, and, uh, and uh, it just make, it did make it worse. But he was very much hampered, but his heart was tremendous. Once the opportunity arose for him to close the show, he did it in emphatic style. Whatever he hits, falls. I want to ask you about Dillian White. Um, I think last time you spoke to us, you said that it was a, you didn't know about the whole hearing, etc. And I know, obviously, that's sort of gone through that before. Um, do you know much about what sort of stage we're at now? I know there was a hearing that Eddie said he went to the other day, just before the uh, Taylor Progray press conference. You sort of know what stage? No, you're at with Dillian? I, did, I didn't hear about that. I didn't hear about uh, what you just said there. I've been to uh, I've had a couple of training sessions with Dillian. You know. Uh, just a bit of downtime training, uh, not boxing training. Uh, see him at the weekend, a bit more training. But no, we're, uh, I don't know nothing about no earrings or any business of that sort. Yeah. When you're doing this training with Dillian, is there sort of any talk between you two about him potentially getting back in the ring anytime soon? Or Yeah, he can't wait. He can't wait to get back in the gym, uh, back in the, uh, back fighting again. I mean, that's why he's... Uh, that's why he's a little bit frustrated, but I think that he's got some business to sort out. And uh, 
Yeah, no, he's uh, he's he's itching to get back. He he, he loves fighting. <laughs> he lo he absolutely loves having a fight, a tear up. And in terms of sort of his reputation now, do you think that this little skirmish perhaps damages reputation going forward in terms of making fights with people? Or because ever well, since, it seems like a lot of American promoters especially have come out and spoke about uh, testing in the UK and why they won't send certain fighters there. Mm. Well, listen, look, um, I don't really want to talk about it, but um, I don't want to talk about the situation because uh, it's, uh, it's not right for me to talk about because uh, certain things going on and uh, it's confidential. But, um, but he'll be back, he's itching to get back and he'll be back yeah, soon, hopefully. Listen, he's itching, he's itching to get back fighting, he will fight again, and um, he, uh, he's ready for anyone at the top. Once the opportunity arose for him to close the show, he did it in emphatic style. Whatever he hits, falls. Hi there, and welcome to Reflections. A weekly look back at the boxing action of the weekend just gone. I'm Danny Flexen, of course you're watching Seconds Out. We're here every Monday at 4.30pm to review the action from the weekend. And the biggest show, undoubtedly, of this weekend was Tyson Fury, um, out in Las Vegas. Taking on the unheralded but unbeaten Otto Varlin. And it didn't turn out the way anyone, except maybe Varlin and his team, expected. Um, Fury was cut severely, um, I think in round three, certainly early on in the fight. Um, just above his right eye, hampered his vision and clearly bothered him for the rest of the fight. He got another cut shortly afterwards from a clash of heads. The first one was from a punch. Um, but clearly bothered him for the entire fight. He was constantly dabbing at it. There was also a point in the fight which has circulated quite freely on Twitter of um, Violin uh, using the outside of his glove to rub um, and worsen Fury's cut. And a lot of people frowned upon that. My view is it's a fight. If the referee doesn't see it, you do whatever you can to win. I know it's not the nicest thing in the world, but I think Tyson Fury, if he was in a, a bit of a hole and, and you know didn't, wasn't sure how to get out of it, I don't think there's many tactics he wouldn't consider. You know, you'd have to ask him the question, but I, you know, I didn't see him complaining too much after the fight. I only saw him giving Otto Vardin all the credit in the world, and, and even though he ended up Fury with 47 stitches, he was still a clear winner by the end. But he was forced to change his whole game plan. You know, his vision was compromised. So he was fighting, um, he, was, he was neglecting his physical advantages in height and reach and going up close and taking Violin on at his own game to an extent. And winning as well, you know, and, and strafing the body, hitting on the inside, manoeuvring around. It's not a facet of his game that Fury works on a lot, as you can tell. But he's, he's pretty decent at it, you know. And he got the job done. But Violin was a lot better than everyone thought, including me. Um, he'll get some big paydays, I would say, off the back of it. Um, Fury, they're saying the fight with Deontay Wilder, the rematch could now be delayed because of how long it will take to cut to hill, or cuts, plural, to hill. But Steve Bunce had already told us on this channel, and you can see that video, um, that it was never going to be in February. It was always going to be later than that anyway, and it's only September now. So I think, you know, even if it's a six-month period until the next fight, we're looking at March, which is probably not much different to what we were looking at anyway. 
And obviously Wilder himself still got to get past Luis Ortiz in November. So no, by no means a foregone conclusion, even though he's already beaten the Cuban. He was seriously rocked in their first fight. So let's wait and see what happens there. Um, but yeah, good good fight, entertaining, much more competitive than predicted. And we can't really complain about that. Also on the night, there was a big show at York Hall um, in London, which was broadcast by BT Sport in kind of the run up to the box office show featuring Fury with a little bit of shoulder programming in between. Sonny Edwards, you can read the report on our website, secondsout.com, put on a bit of a masterclass um, to beat Hugo Gonaros of Mexico and pick up a couple of belts in his first major fight at flyweight, moving down from super flyweight. He looks a real, real top contender now, Sonny Edwards, and we wait to see what his next step is. And there was a number of other really good domestic clashes on the show with Lucian Reed looks a little bit unlucky to only draw with Brad Foster um, for the British and Commonwealth um, Bantamweight, I want to say. No, super bantamweight. Got it right. Super bantamweight titles. Um, Zach Chelly knocked down the favourite Cody Davis early in their fight at light heavyweight. Both of them moving up to light heavyweight from super middleweight. <coughs> Chelly seemed to tire in the second half of the fight. Davis came back to win on points. That was a, a decent enough fight. But fight of the night was probably Shakan Pitters winning the English light heavyweight title against Dex Bellman. Real back and forth action, six foot six inch light heavyweight, Jacan Pitters, has to be seen to be believed. Scored with tremendous uppercuts and, and long straight shots, whereas Spellman was really good on the inside and with combinations. And, and Pitters pulled it out in the end, but it was a very, very close fight, competitive, really good watch. So, that's kind of a quick round. There was a lot of other fights over the weekend. Devin Haney looked great against Zara Abdullayev, looked a real, you know, threat to everyone at his weight. Um, Jose Zapida beat Jose Pedraza as Derek Bonnet predicted on our website although again I think Pedraza was a very slight favourite in that one if not evens even money between the two but I can't cover absolutely everything so I want to know what you think let us know in your comments below who you thought was the performance of the weekend you could go Fury having to overcome adversity you could go Violin for surpassing expectations or you could go someone completely different Haney looked amazing as I've said a lot of good performances in Bethnal Green as well let us know who's your your performance of the weekend and why. I'll be back next week with Reflections, Monday 4.30, but I'll also be here this Thursday, 4.34, Flexpectations, where I'll be previewing the weekend's action. Thank you. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're at the Shire here in London. Delighted to be joined by Joe Calzaghi. Joe, you must be the most elusive boxer. No one ever sees you. You hardly do any interviews. You kind well, of just keep yourself to yourself. Yeah, so I come down and basically uh, play golf for this uh, charity day with uh, Darren. Took me a long time. Up at about six this morning. I wouldn't hit the golf ball probably for two or three years, but uh, I've hit a couple of decent balls. You look, you look like you're doing all right. Only a couple of decent balls. The rest have gone in the water. But a couple of decent balls. I'm happy. So hopefully I'll uh, get better through the day. 
yes, it's nice to, to come down and see some of that, you know, boxers, ex-boxers, uh, professionals doing a bit of a charity, so, yeah, good. good How, how's life in general? Yeah, life is good. Life is good. Obviously, been a tough year, isn't it? So, really tough year personally, you know, um, what's happened. So, yeah, being sort of pretty quiet, mainly, you know, um, you know taking care of family and, and yourself, that's what we have to do, really, but I'll be... You've seen a lot more of me, so I'll be back around more, a lot more often in uh, 2020 for sure. We know you've had an extremely difficult time of, of late, Joe, and obviously haven't had a chance to really say it to you, but con condolences for what you've been through and everything. Yeah, thanks. Joe. Uh, uh, we're here today, though. Um, obviously, Darren Barco's yeah. roped you into this today, and uh, there's a few faces here from, from boxing. Leon McKenzie's obviously with us here, and Spencer Oliver, Kevin Mitchell, so... Yeah, it's a, it's a good day out. Yeah, all pals, good day out. Um, like I said, a bit further for me to travel, but uh, yeah, I'm glad to be here today. Glad to be talking to you, Dugas. And uh, yeah, 2020, hopefully it's going to be a great year. Going to be back, back involved in boxing a bit more, and uh, hopefully you see me more. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> all right, are you are you talking about kind of sorry, Joe? Uh, you're going to go into promoting training, or um, well, basically at the moment, uh, possibility at the moment, I'm just uh, like got the gyms back open. My son's Joe and Connor. Um, we got the Calzaghe Academy, so that's. It's going to get a full swing, so I think by 2020, you know, we've started uh, maybe training like professional boxers and another fight. So, yeah, it'd be, it'd be good. We'll wait, wait and see. One step at a time, mate. So, 2020, you'll see more of me. No so. chance of a comeback, though, Joe. Oh, no chance of a comeback. Come on, man. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> What's done the it point? all, man. You've done it all, absolutely. Thank you, mate. All right, mate. No problem. The Thanks for the Thank time. You, Thanks, mate. Once the opportunity arose for him to close the show, he did it in fantastic style. Oh. Whatever he hits, falls.